calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome back, rescuers. To the lucky die. Previously, Balance takes command, Raal gets a new monk companion, and Zoltana makes a running jump. After an intense fight, with enemies and companions alike falling, Elise and Tuck are finally reunited. However, Zoltana is faced with the reality that Adet is under the thrall of the Sandman. When will Jens be reborn? Did Dravel survive the fall? And where on Discora is Honorino? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. you guys and by guys i mean the two gentlemen outside of the uh rc unless you two guys want to do anything this evening uh we will skip forward to the next morning balance is too exhausted to do anything (laughs) thank you it has been a day it has been a day raw would probably uh apologize for his um His bad introduction to Tuck. Make sure that Tuck's not crazy afraid of him. Oh. Because he had to be scary. Yeah, well, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, he, he genuinely doesn't look concerned or worried. Um, he has, like, um, one of Elise's shirts on. 
now, mm-hmm. which is like tied around the waist, a bit more like a monk robe. Um, so he's now decent. <laughs> uh, he looks a, a little cleaner. Um, and yeah, he genuinely didn't seem, doesn't seem worried about you. Um, you know, cool. a little raised eyebrow that there's a dragon ball wandering around. But other than that, he seems pretty cool with it. Um, yeah, he probably just has Austin. to, hey, I... I... <laughs> I know I'm bad with introductions. He, he probably was like, I forgot that I had seen you before and you hadn't <laughs> seen me. <laughs> forgot. <laughs> should have, should have, should have not been so scary. Uh, really? It's all right. Uh, thanks for saving us, I, I guess. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> No problem. He puts a little hand out to you to, to shake yours. Yeah, handshake. Um, We're all excited and then, when people are nice. Yeah. And I mean, not scared Tuck of him. seems... <laughs> He's relieved he, that he hasn't traumatized <laughs> someone. No, um, Tuck is generally tired and exhausted and like the food you guys prepare, he just like takes it very calmly and very carefully, but he does eat a lot um it's been a while since he's seen some food and he he settles down with with elise outside and they spend the night like talking and doing other things um cool. so yeah yeah we're all just bees friendly Aww. because uh i think he wants them to know that he is friendly so yeah he definitely they, does they, they, no one else in the group seems worried or terrified by you you haven't met a dead yet so who knows yeah tuck's but, the only uh, new like, one so it's yeah, uh, yeah. it's just me and tuck yeah. talk so yeah yeah that's it okay then um i work on my next. things you work on your things that's definitely yeah. yes you work on the things assume that um, i'm uh, always just doing that <laughs> it's always licking a wood somewhere so yeah, yeah. um <laughs> Did All right. Say, did you just morning. say he's always licking his wood somewhere? <laughs> That's exactly what I said. No one mentioned it. Yes, it is exactly what I said. Um, all right. So next morning rolls around. Zoltana, <laughs> you feel tired. You do not feel like you had a good sleep. Odette looks as she ever does, just asleep. Um, her face looks contorted a little bit in pain and she occasionally whimpers, but there's no more symptoms of being the Sandman staring, uh, looking at her. Um, there's nothing like that. Uh, everyone gets a full night's rest, so you level up. Um, Zoltana, you don't regain your hit points, however, um, because Sandman was annoyed at you uh, for calling him out. Um, balance, He's a bitch. however. Hi. You, you wake up feeling a little bit more comfortable in your leadership skills than you ever were before like you've led a damn good team here you got them up together you plan how this was going to go down and it it came off almost flawlessly give or take a death and <laughs> the question mark hanging over whether or not your intended victim is actually dead or not um but things have generally worked out a-okay um and with that you gain the inspiring leader feat. <gasps> Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. However, I hate the 10-minute rule. That's the biggest part of what I hate. So it's five minutes. Like, that's it. Like, you do not need to roll five minutes worth of talking, but, like, it only takes five minutes. Like, 10 minutes is ridiculous, in my opinion. So, okay. Yeah. Wow. You're oh, welcome. fuck. Thank you. You did good. So I, re- I, re- I reward good things with good things. Um, okay. It's... 
it's a bright and cheerful morning. Um, what do you guys want to do? I imagine uh, after everybody's had a long rest, we've probably slept in a little bit. And yes. by a little bit, I mean <laughs> it's probably noon. <laughs> uh, like, dis despite the fact that, you know, everyone's trying to give Adet and uh, Zoltana some room, uh, unfortunately, your Snurf Bethlin friend really does need to hide inside the car during the day. So he just, he sneaks in very quietly. He's like bundled up in the corner and you barely notice he's there. Um, Balance will probably round everybody up and be like, all right, we need to get moving. We need to make our way back to Falsum as quickly as we can then. The sooner we get back, the sooner we can, uh, well, get on our next path in this journey. Well, I was actually thinking maybe I wouldn't travel back with you. I think I might take some of the tunnels down there, back down to the, uh, the Earth Dark. You sure it's safe? A lot of things around this world seems to have broken up. Um, and I think I need to go talk to my people you gotta do what you gotta do right if you could then um an extension from us to you and your people we're gathering as many as we can to try to fix this um it's been a slow process of you as you have seen but if your people are willing to join us, if you yourself are willing to join us, we can use all the help we can get. That's sort of something that Jens and I were talking about, where you guys were planning your things and whatnot. And we heard what that Lesbet lady was telling you. No, we weren't supposed to overhear, but, you know, inquiring minds. Uh, so we spoke about it. We both spoke about what we could probably do to add to this. Um, I'm going to go speak to my people down in the Earth Dark and see if I can get them to come <laughs> to see the light, so to speak, but not in a literal way, um, and come join you guys and help you out. But I've got to go talk to them. And Jens was talking about talking to her offspring and her lineage, her ancestry, whatever you want to call it. Balance looks slightly taken aback. That would be most wonderful. The more allies we have in this, the better our chances, I feel. I'm not 100% sure how this is going to go down or where this conflict is going to take us, but wherever that may be, the more people we have, the better our chances that someone will be able to do something. Right. It's exactly what we were thinking. And at the end of the day, if we don't try and help save the world, then we're probably not going to have one. Now, I'd rather die trying than die not I'm done nothing at all. Jens felt very much the same way. Well, I appreciate it. I'm sure we all do here. As do the many others that are counting on us right now. Right. Raw gives him a hug. I'll give you a hug back. Group hug. We all get in. Nope. Oh. Okay, I'm only little. Uh. <laughs> you gotta, gotta give him some breathing room here. Um, now on that note about Jens and her egg, she told me where her people were. Well, at least where to start looking. Sure. If I take her egg with me, I can, when she rebirths, I can get her to those people and she can start working on them. 
I mean, she'll just be a baby, but we know a couple of spells for aged people. And he smiles. Uh, sh- sure. Uh, just be careful. Right. She told me specifically not to kick it like a ball. Right. Isn't Why the egg as big she... as you are? It's not a small egg. <laughs> <laughs> I would just. But I can be very cautious. Change it to different things and carry it. It's not a problem. By the time I get down in there, are there kangaroos in this world? <sighs> could he be I want ca- to say no, but yes. <laughs> you could just put it in the pouch and just have her. Ah, that's a funny picture in my mind. Yes, I know, listeners, that they are fucking uh, mammals. I get that. But fuck you. It's adorable. <laughs> it is adorable. <laughs> um, no, I, I take pretty good care of her. Don't worry. She's a bit crazy, but she's good at heart. Okay, because I don't really know all that much about eggs. <laughs> he leans over and like pats the back of your hand and like, I kind of figured that one out. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> take take care of it. That was my plan. I'm sure you would have done a wonderful with it regardless. <laughs> I would have done my best. Same as you here. He gives him the egg. Egg removed the egg. from inventory. <laughs> egg removed And responsibility. Um... He, he wraps the thing around the egg uh, so he can like strap it to his back and keep it in place best he can. Um, and he says, well, I'm probably going to start taking my leave now. I think I need to go talk to my people and I've done what I've contracted to do with you guys. So, On the subject, uh, as promised, uh, Balance is going to reach into his coin purse and pull out 20 platinum pieces. Okay. And hand them to Homer and just say... Ten is for you, and ten is for Jens when she is uh, no longer an egg. It's a little bit more than we agreed upon, but honestly, the two of you more than earned it, and then some. Uh, he takes the money. Um, he says, I thank you a lot for that. It's, well, pretty sure this won't be the last time I'd be seeing any year. Of course. You can come to Falsam and find the monastery. And that's the forefront. So, uh, right, I fought there before. Cut the times. Oh, know where I'm okay. headed then. Be a good yeah. start. I'm sure if I drop someone's name, they'll be able to point us to you. So, ah, uh, Bogram. Bogram's down there. All right, yeah. He's a nice enough guy. Yes. All right. Well, good luck to you all. Safe journey. Um, he steps out of the. Uh, he steps to the porch area of the RC. He turns into a giant eagle. Uh, the egg disappears into his belongings, so it just becomes part of him, and he takes off into the sun. Don't fly into the sun. Did we learn nothing from Icarus? <laughs> <laughs> He's not made of wax. That's true. That's worse, because then he'll just be set himself on Burn. fire. <laughs> At least we'll have dinner then. He takes off into the sun and flies around. Well, you have to eat an eggs. No, stop it. Um, Probably really warm up there. Flies off into the sun and then you see him just disappear. And um, then there were two NPCs. No, three. No, four. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> well, three and one unconscious one. 
We have That's... the same number of NPCs now. <laughs> no, we have one less than we traveled up here with. Nope, we have the same amount. <laughs> same amount, but one of them's incapacitated. <laughs> Are you guys oh, okay? God. Are you? You kept the ones that are like really similar in voice. I hate you all. Are you well? (laughs) How many people are here? It's a dangerous world, V. We need friends. Jeez. And it just so happens they're all Zoltana's friends. It's going to take you about... Mine are dead. So it's about six days if you're going to go travel back to um, Telnath. But it's only about four or five days if you're going to make your way to uh, Falsum directly. Falsum. Um, Falsum directly and Balance is going to do a new thing to try to get us there faster. All right. uh, Hold one second. Sultana, are you going to tell them that you're mocked by the Sandman? Do I know that that's what it is or do I just like... Yes, you are well aware this is what's happened. Okay, so your symbol of tear has turned turned into a giant middle finger. <laughs> I love that. Is that true? No, <laughs> nothing. Can His symbol can is a fist. Now it's just you. a middle finger sticking up. <laughs> Maybe that's what happens when we go into the dream world. Oh my god! Yes, no. please do it. Please do it. <laughs> I will let Zoltana decide it if that's the case. Um, but yeah, you know this is happening. You know that the next time you fall asleep. The salmon is going to be there. Um, okay, so um, yeah, we're like, guys, hmm. uh, there's something I gotta tell you. Uh, I can never sleep again. So, hmm, it's the same man. <laughs> uh, he uh. He's like possessing my wife. <laughs> the Sandman is, he's uh, got control of Odette. And uh, I told him off and uh, he put a mark on me. So if I go to sleep again, uh, very likely I will fight him and uh, possibly die. So just, you know, just a warning. Um, if I do die, he'll probably possess my body. So uh, burn me. And, uh,. <laughs> Yeah. And she just like walks off. Ross nose starts bleeding. Oh, wait. What? <laughs> what? What do we? What do we do? Balance looks deep in thought, like he's trying to think of what to do. Sultana has moodily stormed off. Can we get them out? Can we get them out to fight him? Elise pipes up, and she says. You can either, from the stories I remember about the salmon, you can either fight him in the dream where he's strongest but more easily able to find him, or you can fight him in the real world where he's a little easier but he's more able to put you to sleep and then more able to take control of you for things. If you're going to fight him in the dream, you it's always best to have people to help you because he's very strong there. And Sultana, she's going to need to sleep. She's not an elf. I was able to join her once in a dream. It's a difficult process that I haven't perfected. But that one time when the Sandman did show up, he basically booted both of us out of the dream in an instant. 
How could we draw him out? Um, let me have a think, and I will give her a history check. That was not great. We could figure out if like, he likes peanut butter a lot or something. I don't think it works like that. I, I can't think of any way to pull him out of a dream. I just... There are ways of getting people into dreams. Uh, obviously, balance, you have a certain way. But there are potions and spells. I don't know enough of the spells. I'm sorry. The only other thing I could think to do then would be first to go full speed back to Falsum and try to see if we can get someone in the Witcher Society to aid us. If Demi is there, then I imagine that she'll have an answer to at least. We can take turns keeping Zoltaran awake. We can push the horses as fast as we can. I think I have a solution I've been trying to work on. That'll get us there a bit quicker as well. We'll need to go now. Benno steps up, uh, pulls out his bow, and he says, I'll take control of the horses and see if I can make them go a little faster, see if we can take a fast, clear route. I'll do what I can with them. Sounds like a plan. Okay, then. Uh, Benno up top the horses. Uh, Elise and Tuck will be on keeping Zoltana awake duty. (laughs) Never have I ever... (laughs) They're just in the back of the cart playing all sorts of stupid ass games. Yes. Never have uh, I ever committed a murder. Oh shit! All th- all <laughs> three drink. Everyone drinks. Yeah. <laughs> Balance roll <laughs> and Beto up front. Fuck. All right. This game is hard. <laughs> we are not role playing three days worth of by ever. Oh god, we'll all be shit faced. <laughs> The whole okay, time. Um, if you keep the horses running as fast and as ragged as you can, um, if uh, Benno does what he can, uh, I know that balance is a very cool thing he wishes to do, and yes. we will definitely do that uh, because it's super cool. Um, we can probably get it down to three and a half days, but it's three and a half days in which Sultana cannot go to sleep. Oh man, hope oh, uh, that would be that would put. Because you're already at one, so one, two, three. That would put you at level four. Oh. Yes. Which, for the uh, lovely people at home, level four. Oh, make sure I'm in the correct game now. Uh, level four exhaustion involves your hit point maximum half. 7, 14, 21, 28, 35, 42, 49, 56. <gasps> Zoltana, you are so lucky I leveled up. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievably, actually, in this case. Um, So, um, I'm actually going to only use seven of my new thing. mm -hmm. The eighth, I'm actually going to do a different new thing in the morning. Okay. That's cool. Uh, Do your different thing in the morning before we set out. So, Um, And then we'll... We'll continue narrating through the rest. In the morning when Zoltana starts getting real fucking ragged like that, I've been pulling an all-nighter ragged. Uh, Balance is going to just kind of... I I assume we're in the back back of the cart, and Balance kind of just looks her over 
it's it's cramped in the back of the cart. Uh, let's say that Elise and uh, Tuck have gone to sit on top of the cart uh, because, yeah. Swapping out, keeping watch <laughs> so and everything. It's, it's a little tight up here, yeah. Okay. Um, especially on the first day, because the first day, you know, Zoltana will be able to stay awake the first day. It's not a problem. Um, Zoltana, you're already looking like, um, shit. No offense. If you want, I can try to help. What can you possibly do to help? She's very um, cranky. <laughs> I could try to see if I can lend you some some energy, see if that'll help you a bit. It's Fine. all kind of experimental, but if it works, it could help. Oh, you're going to experiment on me. Ooh, fancy. I mean, if you'd rather, I could just let you wallow in misery. She means thank you, is what you hear from the top of the cart. I kind of assumed I just liked the witty banter. Oh, so you're witty now. <laughs> Please do the thing, Arch. <laughs> All right, Zoltana, just shut up and sit still for a second. Balance is going to reach a single hand forward with uh, index finger out. And mm -hmm. like an inch away from Zoltana's forehead, uh, he's going to use... Uh, his new ability, Restore Vigor. Cool beans. Which, as an action, I uh, can touch one creature and do one of the following. Remove a reduction of one of its ability scores, remove an effect that reduces its HP maximum, or reduce its exhaustion level by one. I cast a level two Starbucks. You can't reduce the level of exhaustion she has. Why? We had this discussion before that the exhaustion she has from Ninverna can't be removed. I'm not getting rid of that one. I'm getting rid of the lack of sleep one. Uh, she hasn't gained that yet because she slept last night. That's what I'm saying, though, is I'm using this for those. Okay, so each day you'll do that? Right. Okay. So anytime she's alive. like... <laughs> this is to keep her from getting worse. <laughs> well, she's super cranky now. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. Um, oh, I thought yeah, I, think, I thought we were like three days in or something. That's why I was being so cranky. I was just assuming that we were already like, not quite. This is day this one is still cranky. day one. This is still oh. day one. Cranky. I can't, like, this I is can't her take day, day one. three. <laughs> day three, she's left inside alone. There's one person, and occasionally just like Tano. She gets super, super angry, so she doesn't fall asleep. Did, did, um, <laughs> day three of exhaustion level Zoltana is just Zoltana sitting in a dark corner with. Um, with one of her hand axes, just like picking her fingernails <laughs> with her hand axe. And every time someone looks at her rug, she points the hand axe at them like she's going to murder them. <laughs> um, Actually, that's probably more like day seven. Yeah, we're definitely not going to hit day seven and you would not last that long regardless of Restore Virgo because holy shit, the seven days without sleep. Um, yes, uh, definitely. Like you, you begin to feel like your eyelids droop quite heavily, but every time like a balance like sneaks in super quietly trying not to piss you off more just like bumps you on top of the head and skips out like your eyes open up a little bit more um you're a little bit more aware of what's going on and like the the 24 hours of not sleeping is not exactly washed away but much easier um balance you notice on like the third day that veers into the fourth day and you've begun noticing it throughout the time that you've been traveling um you begin to see that there are some runes that seem to be glowing inside her eyes. Like if you just look at her and you catch her eyes in the right way, you can see inside the pupil, there's this tiny, tiny little rune that has been etched. Um, it's getting brighter and brighter every day. 
Wonderful. That's the cool shit you learn every day from that. Um, okay, so let's uh, pretend we've wound back two days. Um, uh, what's your other cool ability you wish to do to speed this process along? The other cool thing that I'm going to do to speed this along is uh, as Benno is pushing the horses as hard as possible, um, he's going to sit next to Benno and say, from where we are right now, about a mile out, which direction would you say we needed to be heading right now? Uh, he kind of like stands up on the bench. He looks around, looks at the position of the sun and like points in a direction. And that's the most direct route? Uh, yes, I believe so. Keep the horses on a straight path. I'm going to try something. I'm going to give him an animal handling check because this sounds super dodgy. <laughs> oh, he's he's fine. Let me just chuck his NPC sheet. They all now have NPC sheet, uh, sheets. So Hooray. yeah. This is how much work I've been doing recently. Uh, Benno, who the fuck Benno, are you? Benno. Is he not being 16. useless for once? So proud of him. A animals and like freaking survival checks. He is the bomb. Yeah, he got 24, dude. Like, Okay. Yeah, these horses ain't going nowhere. He doesn't want them to be. So Balance is going to hold a palm out and kind of half close his eyes. And uh, a, I picture in my head as like a distortion of like purplish psychic energy, it, roughly the size of a ten foot by ten foot cube, uh, seems to materialize ahead of them. And uh, as soon as the horses and the cart and everything hits the the cube, they get teleported a mile away in that direction that Benno indicated. And he is using uh, Nomad's Gate. Nice. Um, as you guys pass through the gate, you go to the traditional stalking world. Everything is weirdly sepia tones. Um, Raoul, your spectre friend is just like sitting on a bench. Like if you're inside the cart opposite you or if you're on the bench at the front or on top of the, of the wagon or whatever, he's just sitting nearby, just waving at you occasionally, <laughs> just watching whatever the hell is going on. Um you guys who are able to see Zoltana, see, um, uh, you can see that Ninverna is like very much attached to her. Um, and you can see her, despite the face that is broken apart and, and all this weird stuff that's going on, is looking concernedly at Zoltana. Um, you suspect that she may be helping this effort to keep her awake. Um, and very much so Zoltana, when you pass into there, you can hear her screaming a little louder. Um, uh, it's very unnerving and very jarring. Um, <laughs> And yet the world moves. You almost stay stationary as the horses like to take one or two steps and you appear out the other side. Um, you see the kind of cube behind you and it disappears as the last the caravan itself passes through. I, I Rob tries. Can I do things in the stalking while we're there? You can try. <laughs> okay, I just want to give Spectre his thing I made him. Oh yeah, of course you can. Yeah, um, because if I if I believe rightly, I think you're about to chain these link uh, these gates, aren't you? Yeah, I can do seven of them in one day, so that's seven miles. Yeah. Um, Balance got more side what, points, yo. Yeah, I do you know I think for the sake of like it being more interesting, I think that rather than just doing like a gate, a gate, a gate, a gate, a gate, you just do one gate that goes seven miles or six miles or five miles or four miles or three miles or two miles, et cetera, et cetera. So rather than like having to like buh, 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 each each individual one, just do it as like one big cast and bam, you've gone. Um, I think you should be able to do that without a problem. Um, 
Um, yeah, so yeah, you can you can just chain it into one big cast. Like I think casting loads of individual ones, like I don't think you'd need to do that. Um, not right now. So, yeah. Absolutely not. If you want to, yeah, sure, but I'm not saying you have to. Um, okay, so yeah, you get to get, get to jump your your seven miles, um, which does give Rao the chance to talk to his spectre friend a little bit. <laughs> Once per day, he gets a slightly longer time chatting with him. <laughs> so, uh, let's say you're sitting on top of the cart, it's just you two, and this day two or whatever it is, you know what's happening. Uh, you're ready for this one this time. Raw already has this little thing in his hand. Hi, Spectre. Hi, Raw. Uh. What's happening? Oh, you know. You. Well, you weren't here uh, earlier. What, what happened? I was busy dealing with about 20 to 25 deaths. Hmm. Kind of busy, yeah. Hmm. Long day at the office. Anyone important? <laughs> Everyone is considered important, Raoul. <coughs> well, I mean, you know, but like, never mind. You mean Travos? Anyone that we would like to be dead? Any good news? Any bad news? Anyone relevant? Well, his was not a soul that I reaped that day. Hmm. Incredibly difficult to kill that one. Well, we got what we needed in any sense. Indeed. I guess we'll keep an eye on that. I wasn't there for it, I don't... I noticed. You decided to... Run from the fights? I wasn't really... I had to keep anyone from getting to the prisoners. Anyways, I... Here, and the raw hands him his little thing. He's made a whale, but the front part of this whale is more in the shape of, like, a skull than anything. It... But it doesn't look scary, if that makes sense. It has this kind of like Day of the Dead vibe where it's kind of like just very neutral, you know, and uh, very decorative. Yeah. But uh, the front part of this whale is just very kind of uh, dead looking in a <laughs> not scary way, if that makes sense. This like some, like, like one of those anatomical dummies you know? where it's like half skeleton, yeah. half uh, flesh. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it's kind of creepy, but like, <laughs> you know, he didn't you're, do you're that. Hoping, you're hoping it's yeah, creepy. Yeah. Um, I, I have a question. Um, mm -hmm. Is this made from the wood of Severus's tree? Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Because you're running low on that material. You have just enough to do the last two things you spoke to me about. Yeah. <laughs> I can't um, remember what one of those things was. So yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> it'll just say yes. Yeah, I'll remind you of them later. Okay. Um, he reaches out, and you see like his uh, his skeletal hands reach out from under his uh, under his robes, and he he takes the um, the little uh, the little half whale, half anatomically correct skeleton part of the whale. Um, he turns and looks them over, and he says, "You made this for me." Sure. 
you remember the whale from the ocean, and I was very scared of it at first, and it was, the ocean's a scary place and all that, but this mm. thing I was so scared of first, it was nice, and uh, made me feel less scared about the ocean, and I mean, I'm still scared to die, but, I, you know. Wrong. He looks. Uh, I don't know. Take an insight check. Like, how easy is it <laughs> how, to read yeah. death? Um, yeah. How well do I know how to read Spectre's dumb dead face? Insight? Yeah, please. 17. Why do I ship Rawl and Spectre now? Please stop. <laughs> no. Ne Necrophilia. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Stop. though? Like, if um, he's a physical embodiment, I have no idea if it is. Embodiment of death. <laughs> is that really necrophilia? Like, it's grim. It's grimophilia. Um, okay, so he looks genuinely touched and moved that someone has given him something. Normally, he just gets abuse or tranquil acceptance. Um, <laughs> he's never had a gift before, and Aww. he kind of looks surprised and touched and, and happy. Like, you can just read this in almost an instant on his face and then it just returns back Raw, to that. like holds his breath because he imagines <laughs> this isn't going to be pleasant but he wants to give him a hug. <laughs> uh, are you going to give him a hug? Yeah. <laughs> Raul like is, yeah. Raul's a hugging boy. Raul and it's, this guy are the best friends. And I love it. super cold. Yeah. I mean, he was expecting it, it to Genuinely <laughs> feels him. like... It generally feels like you're hugging death, yeah. Ral. Um, he doesn't do it for very long. <laughs> you would not be able to do this for particularly yeah. long. He's very surprised by that and this gesture. Um, and just before, like, the end of the gate appears as you finish, like, your journey through. Um, Thanks for the help. Never had a gift or a hug. Well, uh... I'll have something for you. You've done plenty for me. When the time comes. And then you pop out the other side of the Boop. gate. Boop. Ah. Um. Ra, were you saying something? It was really echoey in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on top of the cart. <laughs> yeah. You guys would have heard all the murmurings, uh, but I'm going to say you probably didn't hear the conversation. Um, I know, I'm just making a joke. That would be super mean. <laughs> and I kind of want you to. Um, you could. Okay, um, I assume that Raul and Balance sleep as normal or meditate as normal. Yeah, Raul's going to also do another thing on the way. And Balance has okay. to do a thing as well. Oh my goodness, you can go first. Okay. Mine's not well, very long, well, probably. It's a dumb Okay, so over the three days we meet, go through the stalking a few times, we heal up Zoltana a few times. <laughs> what else is Balance doing? Um, during one of his meditation sessions, Balance is going to try to go to his inner... Uh, actually, fuck, there's two things then. Uh, during meditation, he's going to go to that inner zone where Marnak is. Yeah. Um, and... Once he's there, he's just going to say, I think it's time that you and I had that 
chat about, uh, well, teach me how to use fire. Monarch's waiting in that space for you. And he, he's a little taken aback. And then the sudden change in tact, it, it, it kind of throws him a little bit. And he says, you want me to teach you how to use fire? You the one time had literally burned me. Yeah, I remember that. Which is not something that I had thought possible with this kind of skill set. But if that is something that can be done, that kind of firepower, pardon the joke again, could be very useful. It could have been useful back there, but I understand things were hectic. How would you make a fire? Well, usually you need to have some source of heat, friction, or some source of energy. What is friction? Just resistances of two objects and forcing them to uh, go against each other, typically. Imagine you're doing that with the air. Balance kind of tilts his head to the side. Creating friction with the air. Yes. You have the ability to move things. Why not make things... Particles in the air rub against each other so fast you create enough friction to create fire. You can't do it for particularly long. The source material will run out unless you set fire to uh, raw material. That is how I am aware of making fire, at least. Would it be possible to then imbue that with energy from within? Provide a different source of fuel? Of course. Absolutely. It's merely a starting point. Yes. Interesting. Well, all right. I'm going to do some experimentation then. I hadn't thought of it that way. I will be. <laughs> I will be here to guide you if you need it. I appreciate it. And thank you again for the help. The least I could do. Bounce, like, gives him a pat on the shoulder and then comes back to reality. Cool. I assume that the first inverted commas night, you spend some time. Setting fire to shit. <laughs> yeah, Balance essentially finds a bunch of like sticks and twigs and is like holding them in his hand and focusing. And at some point, there's a loud exclamation as there's like a burst of flame at the end of it. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, that wasn't so bad. Now with a little less surprise. Right, right. <laughs> Balance is like chuckling into himself. Like, right, right. I need to look the part. Like brushes himself off. It's like <clears throat> perfect, perfect. Okay. Um. All right. Uh. Ra. Ra is going to be considerate, and he's going to do the thing he did a very long time ago and pray to Ilmater to try to figure out if Ilmater's okay because more gossip been dying. Oh shit! Ooh. Uh, damn, that's true. 
Raw has, Ra has to look me, out for people that have like helped him out. Tell me, tell me, let me know exactly what the prayer consists of, and I'll let you know what kind of role oh, with raw, kind of so bonuses it's... or yeah, it's give it a shot, I, man. I will say we have a cleric. We have a cleric. The cleric is unconscious. <laughs> but pray over her the body. I mean, he's probably doing it like not out loud, but like with Zoltana. <laughs> he's like He's probably doing it there just in case he does have a question, but he probably isn't letting you know what he's doing. Sultana is just like staring at you suspiciously as you quietly kneel over her. I'm not wife. doing that. I'm sitting, I'm sitting very casually like <laughs> next to you. I thought that was what was happening. I'm like, uh no no, 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 no. He's just he's sitting next to you, like contemplating how he goes about doing this. Um so so what it what are you what are you saying? What are you what are you doing, dude? Not necessarily out loud, but what's what's Ra praying? What are you I doing, think dude? he just thinks like Hey El Mater. Um It's Ral from that one time. Uh, <laughs> Stop it guys. <laughs> I just wanted to uh check and see if things were okay. Um, we're trying to help. Um, you helped me out. So if I, you need anything, just let me know. I don't know how any of this works. Uh, Take a religion check for me with advantage. <laughs> because you have a cleric of Ilmated there and that's very gonna, cute and adorable. It's still going to be bad. Natural toy. <laughs> hey, it's me for that one time. Hey, it's Ralph from that one time, remember? Oh, my. I guess you're Mater. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, just give me a second. I clearly need just a moment. I need to check. <laughs> you fucking take all the time you need. <laughs> God, I I love that Neil gets natural 20s for like the dumbest thing. <laughs> just do things. <laughs> okay. Um, as, as you're like wondering whether it's worked or not, um, you feel like a a soothing presence. It's not like the warm that you're used to feeling like when you are happy and, and cheerful and Amy's around. This is just cool and the pain in your body is just gone. It's as if someone has taken it away exactly like Balance did before when he tried to figure out what the hell was going on with your sickness. The pain in your body is gone. Like the snot in the back of like that constant like phlegmy acid in the back of your throat is just gone. And you feel like you can breathe and you can move for the first time ever without any pain. And then it slowly, slowly comes back. Yeah, raw. Uh... I guess sitting next to you, just kind of like, you hear him suddenly like deep breath and he, he's. Ra looks happy. Yeah. He very much like relaxes and like suddenly gets like extremely calm. Uh, I'm going to poke him. He, he opens an eye. <laughs> <laughs> 
and looks at you. Um. Hi. What's uh? What's up? What's going on? Elmater's fine. Okay. Good to know. He just smiles at you. <laughs> you you uh you prayed? Yeah, like that one time. Remember? Yeah, but I thought that you said that you uh that you didn't like it. I didn't like the room. I don't understand the symbols. But Ilmator was nice. He healed me when we were there. When, when Odette is better, she can tell you all about him. She'd love to do that. Make it like super happy if she wakes up and she gets to like just talk about him to to somebody who's you know new to all of right, this. Yeah. And she uh she like tenderly runs her fingers through Odette's hair. I want to say that at like some point, um, because you said that it's like grown kind of scraggly and crap. Like Sultana probably like washed it for her and like cleaned her up a little bit. Because it probably really hurts her heart to see her wife looking like that. As you... As you brush her hair and clean out the dirt and make her more respectable, um, make her... At least if she wakes up, you will... You know, she'll feel like herself rather than um, what Dravos reduced her down to. You notice that she's missing an ear and a... um, the orifice has healed over. She's never going to hear in that ear again. I hope Travis isn't dead so I can fucking kill him. Spectre said he didn't uh, do the reaping thing to him, so... Uh, Good. I don't have a confirmation. I have, his, I have his fucking knife, so he ain't undefeatable no more. I'm going to murder him. I am going to slice him fucking open. And I'm going to start with his goddamn ears. I'm just going to throw this out here. When we meet Dravos again, you just have Vow of Enmity on him. <laughs> it's just there. I don't think you need to cast this on him ever again. It's just there. Um, Constant. He doesn't He doesn't get to touch my goddamn wife. No. Fuck um, that guy. Okay. Um... That reminds me, the, the, the other thing was the, the sword and the boots. Okay, um, so you put the boots on, you attune to them. Yep. Um, these boots have <laughs> very... Yeah, you put the boots on, um, and over the course of the hour or so it takes you to attune to this uh, to this item, um, you notice the boots become like taller they kind of like meld to your your feet and your legs and as you kind of like watch them you notice they're definitely very like elven in design the magic in them is definitely elvish they are in fact boots of elven kind oh mm-hmm. balance immediately slips them off and like chucks them at zoltana <laughs> <laughs> hey zoltana Bink. what what zoltana Bink. what put those on the boots yes 
She's gonna throw one of them back at you and uh, aim square for your face. <laughs> no, what why, do why I have to roll? I let you guys decide if they hit you. <laughs> I, I'm having nothing to do with this. What What do I roll? <laughs> um, I think it's just plus your dex, your plus your uh, strength because it's a throwing weapon. <laughs> You're not proficient, so it's just strength. So that's always a twenty-three. Yes, you you hit balance with the shoes. Just one. one. She just shoe. throws the one, one shoe. shoe directly at your face. Yep. No, it's a, ow. Fuck. It's a pair, you idiot. Fucking throws it back at her. Smite. Smite on the throw. No. No. <laughs> you no. just feel, feel tears of anger at you throwing shoes at her. Smite you through the... No, I'm just kidding. They're um, for her benefit, dear. <laughs> In case you haven't noticed, your paladin is very loud. I give her a gift. <laughs> Um, she's so sorry, she'll put uh, the shoes on, but she's glaring at you the whole time because you haven't explained why you threw shoes at her. What well, if you give me a moment? It's, Those are the boots that we were looking at in the the shop, the ones that make it where you're less loud when you're walking around. She puts them on. Are they like? What do they look like? Are they like motorcycle boots? Are they like? I want them know, to be I'm motorcycle gonna, boots. So bad. I'm, I'm gonna. Um, <laughs> <laughs> They're really not. Um, Elves do want, not do motorcycle I want, boots. I just want Zoltana's no. entire, like, I just, I have this, like, image in my head of, like, the angrier she's getting about things, like, the more her, ar- like, she, like, starts looking for armor that's, like, like a chainmail chain leather jacket, like. <laughs> a- They're boots not. of um, elven kind. These, these boots. The uh, They're, like, hiking boots. No, uh, these boots go up to sort of like, uh, like up to like roughly like knee height, and they're very like ornate and pretty. Um, and you can almost feel like a heel growing on them, but like your inner dwarven nature is like it grinds them back down to a flat heel. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little more practical. <laughs> That's just them reacting to you. Um, but yeah, they they look very nice. Uh, they're pretty dark. Um, so you can decide whether they're, they're black or brown. I I don't really mind. Um, what if it's your aesthetic better? Um, black. But yeah, so. You now have a pair of elven kind boots. Um, and then the sword? The sword. The sword? Okay. okay. Is it a sword of poking? You can poke with it. It's a sword of shish kebab. <laughs> you can make a mean shish kebab with it. Best shish kebab ever. Uh, okay. Um... You cannot read what is written on it because it's written in Orkish and no one around you knows Orkish. So D- don't they? Do you know Orkish? Is there a isn't there a certain sword that speaks uh, are you, orc? Are you going to I'm just going to say yes um and I will translate it. I won't make Rethic say this because this is <laughs> oh. that's, that's harsh. Um Actually, that leads really handy in because Calamore needs a conversation with Zoltana too. Um, okay. There is a phrase written along the bone. Uh, the, the blade is made from bone. And there's a phrase that's kind of very carefully carved in there in Orcish scripts. Um, and the name of the thing is called Greta Desh, Slayer from the Shade. Um, and the phrase written along it is be quick or be good. And by the gods, I am not good. Um, <laughs> it is a plus three weapon. 
Its damage is 2d8 rather than 1d8 for rapier. It gives you advantage on dexterity saves, raises the wielder's dexterity to 19. As a bonus action, you can cast haste once per day. <laughs> And it increases your HP by one per day, but resets on death. I'm sorry, what? Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, ben, damn. you're going to need to put that on the armor stand. <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That one, that one stay with us. <laughs> you die and you lose it. Hey, you know, I'm going to lose my uh, no, turn no, uh, soon. No, hey, hi. Mm. <laughs> Balance is going to like... Whenever he meditates on the sword and figures out what it does, and after talking with Zoltana and figuring out what the name and everything is from Cal, he kind of gets like very pale and looks at the sword and very slowly just holds the handle out to Zoltana like, I think you're going to need this as well. I definitely need it because Kalanmon is leaving me soon. Right. That Which just, is still um, really confusing. <laughs> when is you, that happening? Because we made the deal that he'd help me with Dravos, and then he would. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do the chat with that after we've dealt with this. Okay. Um. um just tell me what I gotta put in my cal my my calendar sheet. In my calendar sheet. Please tell me. In your calendar sheet. In my calendar um, sheet. In Canamon, we'll deal with that shortly. Um. As you go to hand the the weapon over, Marnax Marnax says, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I think this would be better suited in Zoltana's hands than mine. It's going on the stand. Right. Eventually, but I think in this case it may be better if she wields it. If it's lost, if it's taken from her, we will have to go find it again. It could cost us a lot of time. It could also save us a lot of time. This is a very potent weapon. I believe all the relics are. I imagine, like, Balance was like halfway to handing it to Zoltana and then just kind of freezes. Yo, Balance! Balance kind of just holds a finger up. I... It is fair, it is your decision. This is a piece of you. I leave it up to you then. Zoltana is going to need a new weapon. Whether it be the rapier or the hammer, either one of the two would be of great use to us. Give it to her for now, and I will think on this between the time it takes us to get from here to the mirror room. Fair. Okay. Balance will unfreeze and hand it to Zoltana. And okay. just before he lets go, just say, I have to mention, Monarch brought up some concerns. This is a loner for now. He's going to have some time to think about what it is he wants done with these weapons. That's okay. Uh, I gotta assume Cal's coming back at some point, so I don't think it'll be too big a problem. I will say this sword is quite possibly one of the most powerful weapons I've seen, barring Cal. 
be very careful with it. Perfect. And Balance will explain to Zoltana what he's learned about it. Zoltana. Yeah. Uh, you are given the other pokey sword thing. I like um, pokey swords. Uh, you are given this weapon. And when everyone is cleared out or you only have one person there trying to keep you awake as uh, you're kind of like um, stroking uh, Adet's hair, you hear a kind of like... <coughs> Fwish. <laughs> Set him on my lap. With a hand on, on next the, to Odette, like <laughs> with a hand on the, I I I move I move Odette like gently off of my lap, and I sit cross-legged, and I put Cal on my lap with my hand on the handle, and I look down at him like just like sadly, and I'm like, I guess I'm guessing it's time, huh? Yes, indeed. I need to absorb this soul. Which soul? The god. <laughs> The god we killed. Oh, right. It was a glorious, apparently forgettable moment, <laughs> however. No, no, I didn't forget that we killed the god. I thought you already absorbed that soul. I need time to work on that soul. Okay. Which is why I cannot be here to help you. Well, and don't get mad. Balance gave me another powerful sword to hold me over until you can come back, but you you are coming back, right? I am, but this will take me a good few days, if not weeks. I've never tried to absorb the soul of a god before. I hope it's tasty. What does it taste like? At the moment... Death. I rather like it. No, no, compare it to something that I can taste. Like, because you were human once, so you know what food tastes like. Compare it to a food that I, I would understand. Because I've what never is, tasted death. What does death taste like? Licorice? Worms. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Salted caramel? I don't know. No, 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 no. caramel. Death tastes uh, delicious. Tastes like... And his seed. Oh. Interesting. Kinda wish I could taste that. For now, Sultana. This is goodbye. So, what's the deal? Is it, is it, are you as a sword about to like fly out of my lap and into the night sky? Or <laughs> am I, am, am I putting you like wrapping you up and putting you away? Goodbye. Like explain, explain to me what this means because let's be honest. You're <laughs> Stop! I'm trying to have a serious conversation and you're just like killing me. Sultana, I am. Sultana, I'm going to miss these conversations, but just keep me safe. Okay, so wrap you up and put you away somewhere on my person, but somewhere that you're not, but don't use you as a sword. Gotcha. Okay, because you said I'm leaving. So I was like, is he just going to, like, fly <laughs> out of my lap? I genuinely thought that was what was happening. There's no response from the sword. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll see you soon, Cal. And she uh, resheaths him. 
All right, that's that's Canon one out of the picture. Um, all right, guys, anything else in these three days of travel? <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Um, let me just. I would like you guys to know you've got through two paragraphs of the prep that I've done so far. I hate each and every one of you. <laughs> is that wait? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? That's a bad thing. I read like. <laughs> Six pages of notes. <laughs> An hour and fifteen minutes. <laughs> you should have seen this. There were so many conversations we had to have after that. Okay. Um. All right. On the very end of, let's say, day four, um, because it is a trek and a bit. Um, towards the end of day four, uh, as you're about to cast your like, let's jump all the way into Falsum. Um. You see it off in the distance. Um, you guys have made a careful route around Dowry, um, being that it is collapsed. If you do pass it, you see, you know, it's not smouldering anymore, but it's definitely in ruins. Um, you can see that, you know, as you're riding past, there are there are definitely decaying corpses of multiple varieties of Caden and a horse. Um, a horse you recognise as Thistle. Um, cute little thing. It's just... Grossy laying at the side of the road now. Raul is st- staying in the cart. Balance I looks sad. Like super sad. Yeah. Because the goddamn um, fuck happened here. Um you use I'm gonna i I'm gonna give you a little bit so you can have some side points left at the end of this. Um you use six miles of your travel through your extra let's get there now ability. Um so it's the end of, of, of night four um, when you guys actually finally arrive in Falsum. So I need to update my timeline because that's super important right now. You are technically on the end of day 28. No, that's the wrong, that's the wrong group. Yeah. You're technically on the end of day of 52. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry. Only 52 days in, guys. Oh, Jesus. We've done so okay. much in 52 days. Jesus fucking Christ. And according to Volanda's timeline, we haven't done nearly enough. No. Um, you guys arrive in Falsim. Let me just scroll down to Falsim. The first thing you notice is that the stable is completely gone. It has been trampled down, knocked down. It's been torn apart. There aren't any bodies or corpses lying around. That's all been cleared up, but the wreckage of the stables themselves are very clear. As you arrive at the gates, you notice that there are scorch marks, and as you begin to actually look around in the fading lights, you realise there is a lot of scorch marks. The grass has been burnt and just beginning to grow back. There's a lot of these marks. As you make your way inside, you see that there are abandoned carts to the left and to the right. They're still broken torn to pieces many of the houses you notice have been partially knocked down or destroyed Ral, your house is nothing but rubble the shack that you guys were temporarily held in shall we say has been burnt to the ground Caden's home too is nothing but rubble and as you continue making your way through you realise that The monastery itself has also been partially broken and knocked down, but it's mostly standing. The prison 
as you get closer to that, you see that one wing of it, the walls, have collapsed and fallen and broken, but there are still people moving around in there. The library off in the far distance, nothing but rubble. And the Witcher Society? It looks as if people have begun fixing that. There are bricks being moved. You can see that people are now being called in to finish their shift. It's being partially reconstructed with magic and with might. This is what you guys see when you arrive. There are very few people in the streets at this time of night. Most of them seem to be making their way towards either the monastery, the prison, or the Witcher Society. Ross gonna go to his house and kind of just start kicking around in the rubble kind of aimlessly you start shifting pieces of rubble with your foot it's just broken and torn down the table bed broken Emma's hidey hole broken into open no longer there yeah after a minute he comes back Zoltana like puts an arm around you and like squeezes and hug. You feel his tail like come around and like kind of mimic that same motion. <laughs> He's not like leaning over to like put a hand on your shoulder or anything because I imagine he probably has to. <laughs> well, I'm I am short, yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, he gives you a little squeeze with his tail. Okay. When all this is done, Roll, we'll get you. We'll get your house rebuilt. That's it's. I couldn't stay in it anyways. Let's aim as more than anything. Then we'll get you a new one. It's a sentimental thing. I know. I get it. It's. Would it help if we found the people that tore down your house and murdered them all? So. Sultana, that that doesn't work for everybody. <laughs> That's <laughs> why I asked it if it would help. I didn't say it will help. I said, would it help? I'm being conscientious of other people's needs. Okay, balance. No, no I, Ross listen, shakes his I, head and says, no, they I, all look like Caden. That will make it worse. I think as you guys are bickering the toss over whether murdering things is uh, therapeutic or not, um, I will say that this this episode comes to a close. Ooh. Pretty little image. Standing in the wreckage of Rawl's house. Yeah. <laughs> bickering, mm. as you guys do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. All right there, my lovelies. Well, I guess it's about time that you and I part ways, isn't it? You taking Jens' egg. And we'll be trying to find other people to try and fight the big fight. I really hope they get on all right. Without us, I mean. I hope they're not lost or confused or need our help or nothing, but, you know, bigger picture and all that. Well, if you, uh, if there's anything you want to say or let us know or anything like that, you can get hold of us at theluckydaypodcast at gmail.com. Probably one of the better ways to get hold of us. Someone's always there on the other end of the line, willing to send back a, a message or two. No, I think that's probably it. I don't think I've got really a lot more to say than that. It's been nice travelling with them. Dangerous, and I don't think Jen's is too happy she's an egg now, but... Yeah. 
Well, till next time. Hello, Ariel. Did you want Don't to listen in on me and Rock enjoying ourselves? Don't encourage Should you. I describe to you what we're doing um, right now? Picasso, huh? what's going on? Let's see. Look, these wind shells document anything you do in order to banish the spirits. I don't banish spirits. I'm fixing the tango. Of course, we can't open a new hole into the Aetherweb every year. But spirits aren't always bad. Are Those they? are exactly the reason tangoes happen in the first Akasar, place. I'm sure Rocka knows how to get through a water gate without disrupting the magic bounce. So what happens when there's a hole in the weave? Does magic pour out? <laughs> it is already broken! Let more of air into this world! I'll destroy Wait, no, every single no. one of them! You've had enough already! I will kill you, you filthy Whoa, whoa, whoa! Guns on, Vaka! Try it, fellow duster! God, ferocious runemaster! Your friction will grind the weave a twain! <sighs> Yarta, in moments like these, I wish I could see the runes. What's wrong, Raka? Is that Tangweave maybe too difficult even for someone as great as you? Counterbalance. A high fantasy audio drama. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get podcasts from. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.